Welcome to the Teacher Transition Podcast, where we celebrate the amazing things former teachers are now doing outside of the classroom. And where teachers who are considering making a move of their own can find the resources, guidance, and support that they need to take their next steps. I'm your host, Allie Parrish, and I'm so glad that you're here. I'm so excited for you to learn from another teacher who has done instructional design and educational consulting. Today's episode is with Lindsay Barlow, and maybe you are similar to her where you really like online courses. And maybe you are one of these fantastic teachers that knows how to help people learn effectively online or how to plan effective lessons. Well, Lindsay does exactly this with online course creators that she consults and that she does instructional design work for. So go ahead, let's hear about her teacher transition. And if you want to learn more from her, she's given us a training of how she walks her clients, these online course creators, through the course creation process. But let's go ahead and jump in and hear all about her teacher transition. Welcome to this special session with Teacher Transition. We are so excited to have Lindsay Barlow with us. Lindsay, thank you for joining us. Yeah, hi. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. So, um, you guys, I'm so excited to introduce Lindsay to you. She has worked at the high school level and she's done a variety of different jobs and responsibilities using her teacher skills and other skills that she has as well. So Lindsay, I, I'd love to just let you dive into kind of your story. Let's start with kind of where you were and what you did next, maybe a little bit of what led you there. Uh, okay, I was teaching, so I taught for about 10 years, um, between about 2000 and 2010. And I started off in K through eight, and I was the computer teacher in the uh, in the school and the kids would stream in and we would do teaching. After, then I decided that I really liked this and I was gonna go back and get my master's in education. So I did that and I took it in um, a master's in internet technologies. So it was, it was a master's in online learning. And at that time that was um, quite new, but I knew that I wanted to go into tech. So um, I, was in a high school and I was the instructional tech specialist in a high school and also their webmaster, which is something that I really enjoyed was um, designing, redesigning their website. You know, at that time it was going from, you know, it was getting more professional for high schools to have a, you know, a substantial website. Yeah, that, definitely. You know, and, and getting students involved. So I worked with, students and I actually learned so much. I had a student tech team that we were, you know, we were team, you know, I learned as much from them as they learned from me. I think the main thing I learned from them was pushing through um, tech blocks. They had no fear Good. about oh, that's tech awesome. blocks, right? And um, different from adults. Very different yeah. from adults. So that was a real like, oh, I see. They have no fear. Um, I love I love that you have experience all the way from K through 12, you know, the high school level, and that you first with teaching, and then you kind of advanced and, and learned some more, but that you had opportunity for advancement. I know a lot of teachers feel like, ah, like they don't have opportunity for much advancement in different 
districts or, or wherever they're working. So that's a really yeah. great. Yeah. So, and I, yeah. And I think that the, the opportunity to be creative in that role with the webmaster stuff was an, was kind of an outlet as well from the teaching that was very um, kind of important to me and kind of hinted at what was to come, you know? Excellent. Yeah. yeah. So tell us, come. tell us a little bit about that. Like what came that, like how did that come about? So um, I worked a lot with teachers and I was, one of my roles was to bring up the level of um, tech that teachers were using. So as much as I was teaching the students, I was also creating professional development for the teachers in the, in the high school and then the teachers in the district. And I got to the point where I worked a lot with the librarian and we pitched some conferences, so education conferences. So we did a, um, a few sessions in our local Massachusetts computer user educators uh, conference. So that was really good. And I, for the district, I designed some graduate level courses for other teachers in the district. Okay, let but me it, pause you for a second. Did yeah. you, for those conferences that you held, were you charging for those, for attendees, or it was just kind of a service? Well, no, the, the whole Massachusetts Computer User Educators is a big, like, organization. Oh, I see, I see. So okay. they would do an annual conference every year, and we just um, applied to do a session, you know, like an hour Absolutely. session. Yeah. Showing, showing what we did. So Not, That's some of the first things that I did, you know, so really? for those... Yeah, for those teachers that are listening in, just sometimes new opportunities very often start by being incubated in the current opportunities that you're in. Absolutely. And presenting at conferences is is huge. So yeah, it's a great way to network and just expand your vision of what's out there and what you can do. And then people are like, wow, look at her mad skills or his mad skills, you know? And then and then they want you. And it's really great. So yeah. So, yeah. The other, at that time, this was kind of 2007, 2008, 2009. And, you know, Twitter was like the TikTok of that time. <laughs> you know? And I would be, um, I would be networking. So personal networking through social media with other teachers around the world. So I would, you know, I would just post, oh, I'm teaching, you know, we're doing geography today and we're doing Colorado. And then I would get so many people from other teachers saying, oh, we did this, we tried this. So networking um, on social media with other teachers was very helpful because being the instructional tech in high school, people finding people who were higher on that um, level and writing books and doing their own thing was just seeing what they were doing was very empowering. It was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Just seeing what's out there. So networking in um, the education community, but wider than just your school or district was new. You know, yeah. that was really important. I think especially, you know, a lot of the teachers in, in our courses and things, they want to progress. And sometimes that cannot necessarily fit in the mold of, yeah. maybe a traditional teacher that is is really content with things as they currently are in their classroom and whatnot and so yeah. yeah being able to connect with someone beyond their school building that's also 
heading in a similar trajectory is incredibly helpful. So I completely yeah. understand that. Yeah. yeah. So what led you to stepping beyond a school building? Like, or, or yeah, what were those next steps in becoming a trainer first? Um, well, I left the school um, setting. I had some health issues that were going to take, uh, you know, six to eight months for me to, to deal with. And I don't know whether that was anything to do with the school or the stress. It was just timing. And looking back on it, it was like, yes, um, that was kind of a break that I needed to take. But because of those connections outside of the district, I was still kind of talking to these people and connecting with more people. So while I was doing that, I was still kind of building my own personal kind of network online and, and watching opportunities and watching what people did. So I took a good um, eight months to a year kind of um, break for myself health-wise. And um, as much as that was difficult, it was also um, a great space in which to figure out what I was going to do next. Because um, so what, it turned out was that um, through through some connections, they I went to um, become a. It was part time, so that I still had time to. I always had this vision that I would be, you know, I could do more than I was doing. I liked the web tech stuff, and prior to teaching, I'd been in marketing, so I always watched how people marketed themselves, and that was so interesting to me. So I managed to get um, a training position. I was teaching um, people who were long-term unemployed through the state of New Hampshire. They got, um, they had a training program so that I would teach one-on-one and it was adults and I would see them maybe four times a week for a few hours. And I would be bringing up their tech skills to a level that they could go back into the workplace and find work. So from teaching K through eight to high school and teaching teachers, I then was teaching adults one-to-one. And that program was so good because it made me, I wasn't just teaching them tech. I would, we were doing a lot of work kind of underneath in terms of what they thought was possible for themselves, mm-hmm. their mindset and confidence with, with tech and that type of thing. So I loved that job. That was so, that was so fun. And actually it was, um, it was compared to teaching in a classroom and having to come up with different lesson plans all the time, teaching one-on-one kind of a, a long program seeing the development, seeing them find a job. It was just as satisfying because it did change. A lot of them were um, women whose circumstances were changing. You know, they were, and they, for some reason, they had been long-term unemployed and it really made a difference for their families and their children. So I did have guilt leaving the education system, I have to say, Um, because, I went into it because I wanted to teach and I wanted to teach kids. So um, you do have a little bit of separation anxiety, you know, from that, but that software training was really helpful. So what happened in that was that, Oh, we need a course for social media. Lindsay, can you 
come up with some curriculum for that social media course? And I'm like, sure. Do you want me to do it this afternoon? You know, it's just, um, so I, and then they was like, well, they're asking us if we can teach Adobe products. Can you come up with a curriculum for that? So it came to be that I could kind of rewrite my own kind of internal resume, but my own external resume in terms of, okay, so I've now, I am developing curriculum. I've developed curriculum for graduate level courses. And I also have that, those tech skills. And then I have that marketing background. So this software training was part-time, thankfully, and it gave me a chance to, you know, some people who knew me, I just started, you know, doing some work for um, an academic because she needed some tech work done. And then on Facebook, I would meet people, I would um, meet people in the Thinkific group. Mm -hmm. And people were asking for help, and I would just help where I could. And then I got a client through that. She became a long-term client, and she was one of those clients that had a business and was transitioning her business to online, building an online arm of her business. So, And she didn't have the time to do it. She just wanted to hire someone to do it. And that left me the freedom She's, you know, you, you, you love your clients just as much as you love your students. It's yes, yes. And it's good for teachers to hear, you know, different jobs are yeah. not as if you are not working with people. Right. You know, so often, like the teacher guilt that you mentioned, it's, people can be like, well, am, am I giving up on society right. if I'm right. not teaching I'm not in the child? classroom? And it's right. like you're teaching children. They're just grown-up children, and they're still... Right members of society and they're still people and they still need to be cared for and looked after. And yeah. And they have, they have families. So when they, when they um, build their skills and this site, this site that I was building was a site for, she was a therapist and she had four or five therapy practices and she was putting a lot of her workshops that she was doing one-on-one online. So that's helping people too. That's so good. And I know a lot of teachers worry about, am, am I going to be lonely? You know, and it's like, no, sometimes it's just healthy to not be working in a fishbowl or, you right. know, just different circumstances and, and you contribute in the world in different ways at different times, different seasons. Yes, so exactly. It's so good to hear. I love hearing kind of the natural progression of things and how, you know, connections helped lead to those next opportunities. Sometimes when teachers hear the word trainer, you know, different thoughts come to mind. Being a corporate trainer, standing in front of people, having a facilitator guide, having a manual. But I also know some of the teachers in our course are interested in working remotely from home part-time. And it sounds like, is that the setting that you did that training job? You know, I'm sure some people listening are like, that's a teacher job. Like that, that was teaching, you know, and it's like, yes, the words are synonymous. So I think it's, it's really- yes, it's, it's very much that you, and that's when I was, you know, you're developing your own like personal resume. It's, it's kind of internal and on a, and you could write it out is that you just, just, it's different language for different settings. Yes. It's instructional so- design. It's, it's teaching, it's curriculum development. So depending on, who you're talking to, 
they understand different language, but the skills inside that language, you've got, you've got those. Absolutely. You know, yeah. and, and, and sometimes I think that um, teachers don't realize how much they do on the fly. <laughs> you're writing curriculum as you're, you're, you're teaching the class and you're, it's the third class coming through and you're tweaking things that yeah. you, at nine o'clock in the morning, <laughs> you did one way and you think, oh, I need to do it this way because I need more faces going, oh, right. You know, so you are constantly tweaking as, to the point where as a teacher, sometimes you don't realize that you have those skills and other people don't. That's so true. Right? That's so true. You know, so. Yeah, I, I know that you have some kind of behind the scenes things that you're going to share with our course members. But before that, tell her, share with our audience, how would they know if they're a good fit for a training position? Or how would they know if they're a good fit for kind of the educational consultant slash instructional design slash online course creator consultant that, you know, you help online course creators now right. um, have fantastic courses. So for teachers who are listening to this, could you share with them how they can identify if they are a good fit for any of those roles? I think that um, while I was teaching, I still had these like daydreams, visions, you know, not, not visions, but like I had these ideas that I wanted to pursue and I couldn't just because of time and my, my job, but I was always had this entrepreneurial kind of ideas of how I wanted to work. And that, they just never went away. <laughs> you know, it was just always there. And I was always looking for something a little bit extra and above what I was doing. So I, if you have those kind of feelings and you're looking for something more than what it is, then I think that it's worth pursuing. It's, Excellent. you know, yeah, it's yeah. worth, it's worth exploring those ideas and those because the opportunities nowadays are just, yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. And, and more than, you know, it's not just a work opportunity. It's really an opportunity to invest in your skills and your gifts and mm -hmm. your talents and your interests and, and kind of self care as far as caring for like who you are on the inside yeah. and, and all, all the ability and yeah, gifts yeah. anyway, so much gifts you've been yeah. given as well as gifts that you've cultivated and that you're going to continue to grow. So I love it. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah, and, and just any, I mean, would that be the tips that you'd leave for teachers or anything else as far as tips for transitioning teachers? Um, I think also that it's like, look at your skills in terms of um, trying, just look at the language that you put around your skills and just um, have confidence that you bring a lot. In teaching, well, you're always being professionally developed. <laughs> You know, it's it's always something that um, is part of the certification and everything. You have to continue to be professionally developed. And I feel that sometimes you don't give yourself enough credit for the skills that you do have in terms that can be translated into the, the work that you have to do a consultant. You have people skills, you have project management skills. Um, all of those things are available to you, but you've never really been 
had a label put them put on them or applied for a job with those in the in the description so that you never actually maybe consciously said oh yeah I yeah I do have those that's great and in our course we kind of have teacher translator tools so they can see you know here are these words and here's how we say it in the corporate world to kind of help that but that's that's so true Mm -hmm. so true okay well thank you for all of this and yeah and just sharing your experience and taking your skills from the classroom to other teachers, to other people in society and, and everything that you do now. Thank you for sharing your examples, oh, you're your expertise, and just everything with our audience. We appreciate it so much. For those teachers who would like to connect with you, right. um, would you like them, how would you like them to reach out to you? Okay, so I like to connect online. So I'm Claire Lindsay Learning is my um, Instagram and my Facebook page. So you can find me if you just look Claire Lindsay Learning and you'll find me. Fantastic. Thank you. Good luck, everybody. I think there are few things that I enjoy more than helping teachers on their personal path. My schedule, though, makes it so that I can't do one on one sessions with everyone. However, I can do one-on-one sessions or provide course access or other helpful resources to those who win our giveaways. Now, how do you enter a giveaway? You simply leave a review. Leave a review of the podcast. It helps other teachers find it. Or if you've already left a review of the podcast, leave a review of one of the courses or resources that you've accessed. That helps teachers who are considering those items get a sneak peek at how it has helped you and how it can also help them. Simply take a screenshot of your review and go to teachertransition.com forward slash review and submit your screenshot and submit the screenshot there. Enter the drawing for each review that you leave and we'll get you the support and the resources that you need in our giveaway drawing. Okay, looking forward to seeing your review there. This episode may have ended, but connecting doesn't have to. Join us on Facebook or Instagram and get the support and inspiration you need in your personal educator path. If you're loving the podcast, help us spread the word. Leave a review or screenshot the episode, share it on social media, and be sure to tag us at Teacher Transition. Who knows? We may even feature what you share on our social media feed too. Until next time, teacher friends, be sure to click subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the upcoming episodes. Good luck with the great things you're up to right now and keep looking forward to the amazing things to come.